Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every day from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. Welcome in. Although it's not really sunny California. And it's overcast. Thunderstorms last night. Maybe it was a thunder and lightning charger storm last night broadcasting live from the tyrack.com studios tyrack.com will help you get there unmatched selection fast free shipping free road hazard protection over ten thousand recommended installers tyrack.com the way tire buying should be you, wait 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 chase chase do chase do chase do you put on screen you want me to start with niners and brock purdy that 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 is that what we agreed to did we talk it's been a it's been a while since we set this thing up is that what we agreed to talk about just do that uh does John? Do you have the, the new intro we made? Let's do our production meeting on the air. <laughs> uh, um, no, I we spent a lot of time on the Chargers for the pod, so I we figured did, maybe yeah. we can mix it up. But it's up oh, to you. It, your name's know. on the show. Well, here's here's the, here's here's the question, Jason. This is honestly right. Is it because it's too close to home? Because I went to the game. We're both Charger fans, and it was the last thing that happened. Whereas the Brock Purdy and how good he looked with the Niners. Um, it's a, a more, it's a bigger topic nationally and has a greater, uh, impact on the playoffs. Is that, is that your thinking? Yeah, I think that that there's a lot to that. I think B- Brady's day yesterday and the longer conversation about his future too. So there's a lot of yeah. meat to that Niners Bucks game, you know, it, there is, uh, D- Dan Beyer, um, if you have your own show on Sundays, you're watching all these games and commenting on them as well. If you were in our production meeting, would you have? Would you go with with Chargers to a Herbie conversation or Purdy Brady conversation? Purdy Brady. Okay. All right, that's two against one, and we know Ramos always agrees with Jason Stewart. 
you know, and and Dan Byers. So that's what we're going to start with. We'll get to the other stuff because Middlecoff's going to join us and we'll have a deeper discussion on Tua and Herb, uh, 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 Herbert, but also on, and we'll be completely candid, I, I think Middlecoff will as well. Middlecoff has been the guy who's kind of leading this charge of, does Braylon Staley actually know what he's doing? Right, that's that's accurate, Jay Stu. Right, I mean, like he's kind of been like the. Does he actually know what the hell he's doing? Because their defense stinks. And last night, as much as the quarterbacks were a big discussion, the Chargers' defense was awesome. Absolutely, I mean, legitimately, one play from scrimmage worked. That was, and it was, and it was uh, Davis, the the cornerback, and he was right there with Tua on a go. Well, with Tua with uh, with Tyreek Hill on a go route. And he just got his feet tangled up and tripped, and Tua—I mean—and Tua hit him and literally walked in the end zone. But that, that was like literally the only play that worked. I was pissed off when Davis fell because take that play out of last night's game. Uh, Tua's numbers are even worse than they were, and that game obviously isn't as close. So I was kind of pissed off that he fell because it kind of made the game look a little bit better for the Dolphins. So we'll ask uh, Middlecoff. We'll get to that in 15 minutes. I'm going to agree with both of you guys because you know a ton about radio, and I know Ramos is just going to suck up to you, Jay Stu, and, and to Dan. Well, he's going to suck up to you now because we got to, Rams Chargers pay. tickets coming. We so do. Got, well, that's, that's yeah, we're going to get, I got to get, I'm, I'm, I'm on it. The emails and texts have, have been sent. Um, okay, so let's talk about Brock Purdy and how damn good he looked. Here's Kyle Shanahan, his coach. Preseason, he had to fight just to get more reps every day, and we didn't go into it expecting. I mean, he would have been our number two going into this year if um, we didn't get Jimmy there at the end, um, and we didn't expect that going into it. And for him to be able to do that and win that job was impressive. And um, then just him going out now, I'm just happy that he was able to go out there and perform at the level a lot of us thought that he was capable of. That's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Now, again, remember when you have – Backup quarterbacks, when you have rookie quarterbacks, oftentimes they see early success because they, people don't have a book on them. Right? They don't have a book on them. And you're able to get away with some things. Plus, Purdy is he's a really good athlete, always has been. And when the Niners are healthy, they got dudes, right? And they got dudes up front, not just dudes... Uh, n- not just dudes in the backfield now outside the numbers. Now we'll 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 get an update on on Debo Samuel who hurt his knee yesterday, uh, at some point in time in the show or into tomorrow as as well. Byer will keep us updated as he always does. But a blind man could be really impressed. You just you have to process and go like, all right, man, this is first start. Nobody has a book. We've seen lots of guys have. Let's see when people get a book on them. Uh, on the other hand, here's the crazy thing about sports. And this is the thing that I'm going to tell you and you're going to nod your head and you're going to, and you're going to, it's, it's going to be the thing you're going to tell your wife, girlfriend, buddy, whatever later. And you're going to claim it as your own. And if you're really a cool dude, you'd be like, you know what kind of leap said? I hear you ready. Lean a little bit there. Okay. It's not an exact science, this whole drafting thing. Right? Like, I watched Tua last night and Herbert. And I know we're talking about Purdy. I'll get to that in a second. I watched Tua and Herbert last night. Now, obviously, the Dolphins chose ahead of Herbert, as has been widely pointed out, and the Dolphins have been punished for it. They were tanking the season before. Everyone in the sport knew they were tanking because they wanted Tua. Now, Tua hurt his hip, and Joe Burrow had arguably the greatest season in the history of the sport and appears to be a better prospect and player, and because he wasn't hurt, and Burrow went ahead of him. But I'm, t- I'm telling you right now that on pretty good authority, if the Chargers had a choice back then between Tua and Herbert, they would have taken Tua. And if you asked anyone in the NFL, all 32 teams, Dolphins included, if you they were to select now, Herbert would have been the guy. And you're like, how could, so, so now you go to the, what does that mean to have to do with the Niners? How could they trade all those picks for Trey Lance who doesn't appear to be able to play, right? Like, I know he got hurt, but the, the reality to it is people didn't know if he could actually play, if he's any good. Whereas Brock Purdy was literally the last pick of the draft. He was Mr. Irrelevant. And you're like, that's never happened before. Yes, it has. 
Yes, it has. Jason Stewart, you remember a guy named Heath Schuler? Tennessee, yeah. Yeah, where was he drafted in the NFL? Was he last? No, 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 no. Heath Schuler was the, I think he was the uh, third overall pick of the Washington Redskins in that draft. Yeah, that's what I meant, last. Third (laughs) overall. No, no, no. In the seventh round of that exact same draft, the Washington Redskins, okay, Washington Redskins, drafted Gus Farratt with the 197th pick in the draft. And Mark Schlereth loves to tell the story. He was, he was an offensive lineman and a, obviously a starter and a star and been with the Redskins through the Super Bowl. And the first day of training camp, he went up to the GM and said, how come the seventh rounder is better than the first rounder? Because it's an inexact science that people miss. It's really hard to tell sometimes. And you get caught up in liking a kid or whatever. And, and Brock Purdy is the perfect example of, it's a little bit like what happened to Dak Prescott, right? Where Brock Purdy, he stayed an extra year um, and he just wasn't as good. He just didn't have as good a year. Whether it's because he's not surrounded by as good a team was because Iowa State now, they had everybody's attention in the league whether he was trying too hard to look like a better passer than he actually was, whatever you want to go into, like Brock Purdy did not have a great last year at Iowa State. Matter of fact, there were a lot of people that wanted him replaced several times, and I think he he got injured a little bit as well. Trey Lance, we didn't hardly see. He played one game his last year. He, he barely started in college. He didn't play enough. So it wasn't a ton of tape on him. It was all on upside, on potential. So the Niners, like the Washington Redskins um, nearly 30 years ago, seem to have missed, and granted it wasn't the same draft, and then hit all at the same time. And these guys study it. It's not for lack of studying. It's not for lack, but they just miss. It's not, the hit rate on first-round picks is 66%, and quarterbacks, it's actually probably a little bit lower. And by hit rate, it means, you know, are, do they achieve the, the level of success based upon where they're drafted, right? If you're a first-round draft pick as a quarterback, you, you don't necessarily have to be a franchise quarterback with a gigantic massive, but you, you're drafted to be a starter eventually. And the top 10 picks of, of the first round of the draft, you should be a, a starter multiple years. Top five picks, you're talking about Pro Bowl-level player. That's the level of, right? And they just miss. Josh Rosen started for a, a year with the Cardinals and then is basically out of the league. He's been on seven teams. People miss. And, in, and as good as the Niners are at drafting, they've been incredible at what they've done in the draft. One miss, one hit. Even if we don't know if Purdy will be a star or the level of what Trey Lance could be or even to what Garoppolo was or whatever. He looked like an NFL quarterback, and we'll see what his ceiling and floor is as time goes on. As for Brady, here's Tom Brady uh, summing up the loss. They kicked our ass. It's the reality of this sport, and every time you take the field, you have the opportunity to get your ass kicked or to kick ass. And obviously, we're on the wrong end of it today. Yeah, I made I made throw to Mike. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a terrible throw, so you gotta make it. I think he comes back and plays. I don't know if it's for the Niners or who it's for. I just think he's, uh, you want to sound defeated? And look, they're still on track to make the playoffs. Here's his head coach, Todd Bowles. Played bad in all phases. We coached bad. We got out coached. Credit to Kyle and his guys. They did a great job. We got our ass kicked on offense. We got our ass kicked on defense. Hmm. (sighs) Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Yes, John Ramos. Go ahead. I'm not saying that this would have changed the game. I'm not saying that the 49ers still wouldn't have won the game. But the very first play of that game, Purdy goes back to pass, and he just gets hammered. Yeah. He gets taken out on a blitz that just puts him on his back, and it's a 15-yard roughing the passer, takes him back from being a second down and like 20 
to like a first down and 10, and then he just kind of goes from there. Now, I'm not saying that he wouldn't have gone from there even on the second down and 20, but I thought that the Bucks kind of put him into a position where it's like, here we are, and just that roughing the passer. And he did. He did hit him in the in the helmet, and that that was a right call. But I thought they were that would have been a, a message at the beginning, and it kind of went against them. And then from there, they went down and scored, and then it was it was rolling from there. I'm, again, I'm not saying that was going to change the outcome of the game, but I do think that that yeah, changed I, a little listen, bit of the outlook. I, I, I get it. I mean, I, I I truly do. I mean, I I understand. I I think that that shows the makeup of a dude, right? Sure. When you can. When you can take a licking and keep on ticking, and sometimes it wakes guys up. Sometimes, and I think this is what you're getting at, at Ramos, is sometimes a guy gets hit like that early on in the game, and he hears footsteps the whole time. Now, Purdy's, a, you know, one, Purdy's tough. No one's ever questioned his toughness. And the second part is that one of the things you like about younger players is they don't really under, like, not having knowledge of situation. sometimes not a bad thing. You know, it's like a naivete. Like, oh, you got hit? Yeah, you got to play through it, bud. Whereas other quarterbacks like, man, I got hit. I got to be, I got to have my head on a swivel against these guys. So there is a certain naivete to being a uh, a rookie starter in the league getting hit that early. You don't know any better. You don't know you're not supposed to win those games. You're not supposed to step back up. You're supposed to take a, take a series off. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What up with your Doug Gottlieb show? Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a good day. Doug Gottlieb show broadcast live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended sellers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Um, so this is a fun thing for me. And I've... Um, I like to go to I like to go to games. I think one of the things that a lot of people in uh, our positions, the mistakes that people make is they they don't they stop attending an event and they'll attend big events, 
So they're around people like, I'm, again, and I'm not doing this to take shots at any of the very biggest in our profession. But you learn so much more when you go. You meet so many more interesting people. And like, look, I've been guilty of it too. A lot of times people go and they sit in a box. And, you know, when you're up in a box, you'll meet a commissioner, you'll meet a president. You mean, but when you're, you know, down around the field and you talk to the actual people doing the work and whatever, you get a lot more stuff. Got a chance to go to Rams Raiders Thursday night. Went to Chargers Dolphins last night. Now, first, and, and look, I understand that in your market, you can make fun all you want of the fact that LA, like the Raiders have had the most home games of any team in the league, right? The, the Raiders have played two games in LA. Those are home games. And then they play what? Nine games in Vegas this year. Right, so the Raiders being bad, despite the fact they basically play two road games in LA is even doubly bad. But I, you know, look, I've been to plenty of NFL stadiums. Not all of them are like Kansas city, right? A lot of them are much more, you know, uh, much, much tamer. Um, in parts of it during during bad games. Um, and so part of it was Raiders-Rams. That's a rivalry, right? Those are the two, two of the biggest teams in L.A. Uh, even if the game's not good, it was a good rivalry. And Raider fans are actually kind of awesome. And Ram fans kind of mirror them in, in that. Like, if, if not for the percentage of Raider fans who are gangsters, it would be an unbelievable fan base. I've said this for a long time. Not every Raider fan is a gangster, you know, or has a criminal record, but most, but all gangsters seem to be Raider fans. That's, that's the problem that they run to. Anyway, the place was, I think it was 50, 50. It might've been more charger fans than dolphin fans, but the dolphin fans were into it, into it. And I, I just, I understand that, it's you can play poorly. You can be beaten. So not every guy plays great every game. Not every team plays great. And sometimes you can get situational football. You get behind and you got to get away from your game plan and not look great. So this is not based upon the fact that they were beaten. The Chargers mauled the Dolphins. And in addition to the Chargers who haven't stopped the run since Brandon Staley's been there, and you don't have... I mean, think about this. The Chargers defense, their uh, highest-paid cornerback, J.C. Jackson, barely played and didn't play well. As a, But they signed him as a free agent. He's out for the year. They don't have Derwin James, who might be, outside of Micah Parsons, the best player in football. Joey Bosa's in that anybody's discussion of the best... Rush ends in football. So you don't have those three. And remember, nowadays in the NFL, there's a massive drop-off between Joey Bosa and does anybody know the name of who replaced Joey Bosa? The answer is no. Don't worry about it. You don't have to look it up. Same thing with Derwin James. So you don't have that. And then they started the year with five interior defensive linemen. You know, those are the big guys that are run stoppers. You've never even heard their name, whatever. They don't have any of them on the roster anymore because of injuries, and then they trade away what? Jerry Tillery, they, tra- they, they cut. And they mauled the Dolphins. But it wasn't just the, the stopping of the run. It was Tua looked, he just couldn't complete a pass properly. I mean, I, go, go back and think about it. Um, the Dolphins did not snap the ball inside Chargers territory until late in the fourth quarter, where ultimately they were held to a field goal, a long field goal, then they kicked the onside kick. They weren't in Chargers territory. And the Chargers, forget 85 Bears, they're not the 95 Bears. That was a mauling, but it was also one of those where somehow we got into this discussion that Emmanuel Acho, like people give Justin Herbert a pass and they don't give Tua a pass and Tua is just as good. No, he's not. No, he's not. I mean, forget the just the physical dimensions. Like, we're just judging based upon how they play. Justin Herbert makes every throw, okay? Clearly goes through his progressions. Insanely accurate with these lasers that he's thrown out there. This despite a patchwork offensive line. And he doesn't have his, his you know, all-pro left tackle. 
as well as the fact that, you know, look, you don't have your six foot nine tight end who's out as well. They finally get Keenan Allen back. And and it was it was a six point game, but it was the least close six point game I've ever seen. I mean, the crazy play with Tyreek Hill picking up the ball and running it in for a touchdown. And then the other touchdown was the defender got his feet tangled up with Tyreek Hill and fell down. But the big part is everybody look, Chargers have underachieved most of the year, some because of injury, some because they haven't played well. They finally played probably better than their defensive talent on the field would, would lead you to believe. And the Dolphins looked exactly like you thought they would look. A team with great speed, and all the questions about Tua are very much back. These last two games have either his confidence runs hot and cold, and when he's not confident, he can't hit the broad side of a barn, or he's just not that good and better defenses. Now people have a beat on him, and they're all pressing his wide receivers. And as fast as those guys are, he just doesn't make those, those down, downhill throws nearly well enough. Bayer, you're, you're probably you're the most neutral of all of us, right? Um, because you're a Seahawk fan, but also because you watch all these games in the league and you always have. What was your perception of what you saw last night in the field? Um, yeah, there's. I almost feel bad for Tua Doug in the way that he will now always have to be compared to Justin Herbert because. You know, we, we maybe we don't use it too often. Maybe it's not apropos. But, like, Herbert is almost starting to feel like a one-of-one one sort of guy. Or they, you know, these guys just don't, they just don't come around. Um, and it's not to say that he hasn't had his struggles, but, like, when, when he's on, like, there's a ceiling that very, very few can reach. And, and I think you saw it last night. And to your point about you know, what the Chargers do and didn't have on both sides of the ball and maybe, you know, what the Dolphins do and don't have on their sides of the football. There is something to closing that gap when your team isn't good enough. And Justin Herbert has that ability. And I thought last year that I wasn't as hard on Tua last year as a lot of people were. I didn't think that Tua had that trait in him. But again, not every quarterback does. Um... Herbert does, and that actually may be the most unfair thing is that he's always going to be compared to Herbert because of their draft spots. You know what the the other the the part about it, which is this is actually you you kind of nailed it, and let me try and let me try and put it in my own. I'm going to steal your work and use it as my own, but it's because I agree with you. Is uh, and I think Emmanuel Acho fell into this trap. Is we've always said like win loss is a quarterback record. It is, but not always. Right. It is, but not always. And you really have to pay attention. You have to watch. You have to understand everything kind of going on around. Because if you watch, yes, the Chargers haven't made the playoffs with Justin Herbert as starting quarterback. And so I guess that falls on his. But literally, I, I mean, I could pick out maybe two or three other guys in the league where the Chargers could have been even modestly successful as they had with them at quarterback, right? He's the only reason that they've been even in the, like could have made the playoffs last year. I'm not, I'm not, not said the only one, right? Obviously Keen Allen's very good, but I'm, he has been so good under adverse situations that I actually think the record is supports him. Whereas an outsider would say, well, they have made the playoffs. He puts out all these numbers. They must be getting behind big early. And then you know, he, he goes against prevent defense. Like, no, that's not it. He literally has to keep them in every game by himself and hope the defense doesn't collapse. And then he's had game-winning drives. At, I mean, you go back against Kansas City, right? Game-winning drive. Then Mahomes comes back and does it. He gets it with 30 seconds to go. Yeah. Raiders game last year. Um, what they needed at the end. The fourth down conversions. We talk about the Chargers like they're a 5-9 and nine team as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, like where there they are, seven and six, you know, in the playoffs. Something that right now, if the playoffs started today, the Jets wouldn't be. Um, it's not a shot at the Jets. It just tells you, you know, like how we right. look no, at these teams. You, you, that's a, it's a great point. Like right now, the Chargers would be, are still a colossal disappointment. The Chargers, Charger, and the Jets are having a great year. And, and like they get the same record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, get the, they get the same record. 
And 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 the Chargers, they both suffered massive injuries, but the Chargers, I would say, you know, when you have like seven star players and five of them have been out for most of the year, yeah, that's, that's you know, tough. And I know you were at the game, so you didn't see it, but they put the graphic up of how many times Keenan Allen and Mike Williams were on the field at the same time this season, and it was about like 45, and last night at that point it was around 25. You know, so it was, you know, I mean... There, there was, you know, a third of their playing time together on the same field this season came last night against the Dolphins, and was probably more as the as the game ended up going on. But also with that, Doug, like, and uh, Keenan Allen isn't the same Keenan Allen as he was two years ago. No question. Runs about five yard routes. Now he can get open in those five yards when they need him, but it is not. And you know, Mike Williams, yeah, he can throw it up, and yeah, you know, you know, Joshua Palmer's. You know, made a, made a nice catch last night on the sidelines, but you know, it's not like it's the no, old Keenan Allen. No, either. And, and even even Mike Williams, I know he signed a big deal. Like he lumbers, he's a big man who lumbers, right? Like he'll yeah. and and if you watch, and again, this is where if you're there, you you do, and and it's one of those. If you ever called a game and play by play, I've I've only done it twice, so I I really learned more from the second time. Obviously, than the first time is, you know. They don't guys don't necessarily play every play. And so Mike Williams, like he'll run around, then he fists and he comes out. Tyreek, uh, I, I mean, honestly, like Tyreek Hill is, is the MVP for the Dolphins. I mean, that guy has it just he's a every time 10 steps on the field, you're like, okay, well, like what, what's going to happen here? He's that because the rest of it just look incredibly pedestrian. I was blown away how bad the Dolphins were. And I just. I was I was stunned, and it, the biggest portion of it was Tua, and it wasn't because it was like one of those things where sometimes a quarterback he's under so much pressure, like dude, no one can make those throws. He had guys open, there was some pressure, but he just mi- and he missed badly, badly. I'll also say this, you know, after their loss against the Niners, saw some articles being like, hey man, the Dolphins and Mike McDaniel, what they did, and I really liked Mike McDaniel quite a bit. But they were putting some of the blame on two on the throws. All that I heard last week, and I know the charges were shorthanded, but was also that this team is one of the worst uh, bottom three in the NFL against the run. And what do they do in their first three plays last night? Pass, pass, pass. Like they took 12 seconds off the clock and immediately punted it back. There was no effort to even get a run game going against the Chargers uh, last night. When Jeff Wilson was actually healthy, there were a few opportunities. Um, I think the Dolphins missed out in that, you know, aspect. I think they put too much on on to his plate. I don't know. He had guys running open. I thought they tried. To run. I thought the Chargers did a good job of stopping the run. I really, really did. Yes, you, losing Wilson definitely hurt them. No question about it. Uh, but I was I was surprised they didn't run it more. But I mean, they the Chargers defense was good, and and he missed some. I mean, he had guys wide open. He just missed. And it wasn't like he missed where they had a chance. Like, ah, was that a drop? Was that like he missed bad on some of those guys that were open? Um, but, you know, like, look, the if, you, if you've watched the Dolphins on tape and then you watch them in person, what you'll notice is how quickly he gets rid of it. Like, there's a really good ability to decipher who's going to be open, where they're going to be open. And that's where he's kind of quickly going with it. And what the Chargers did was it was a lot like Patriots, Colts back in the day, where it was a timing-based offense, they just force him off their route. They just redirect him a little bit. And they were very physical with him and challenged them. And I thought it, it, it worked, not because the guys weren't open, but because it screwed up to his timing and he just doesn't have the ability to deliver it on time and, you know, when it's a little bit, uh, a little bit off rhythm. You know, he, he can't change. So, I don't know. I watched the game. I was like, I, 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 I didn't think it was a discussion and then it became an any sort of comparison became embarrassing after watching it. Like literally, it was like this is embarrassing to compare these two. I I do I feel bad for Tua because of it. Yes, uh, John. Roberts. A quick question. I, and I, they mentioned it on the on the broadcast that Tua hasn't really ran ran a lot this year. And I think it's probably because of the concussions. Is that correct? Normally he he is no, he's running. Never, he no, just he, doesn't run at all. Okay. Uh, I don't know. He doesn't run at all. He's not not really athletic. He's not. He's not Byron Leftwich back there, but he's not. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not athletic. Um, he's fine, you know. He's got good little feet within the pocket, but he's little. Obviously, being le- the only left-handed quarterback is not easy either. Um, and then he's not re- he's not a runner. I mean, look, the reason he got hurt in college was guys caught him. 
He's not a runner. And if you get caught in college and you've had that type of hip and ankle injuries, you're going to be slower in the pros and everybody in the pros is faster. Like he runs and you hold your breath. He ran a little bit last night. Uh, He took one good pop. It's not a lack of toughness with him. Like there's a, there's a, there's a lot of Baker Mayfield to him, right? There's a lot of Baker Mayfield where there's no flaws in them as human beings and they're smart enough to do it and they're good enough leaders and people like them, right? Different types of leadership, obviously between Tua and Baker, but they just don't have the goods with their arm or their legs. Like you can't run it the way, the way that, I mean, see, we can't throw it the way that Herbert and Mahomes can throw it, you know, or Burrow can throw it. You got to be able to move as well, really move. And he, he, both of those guys can't. Both of those guys can't. Fun game, though. And when you see the Dolphins, like everybody has the jer- Dolphins jersey on. Um, did you guys like, like, we're all kind of similar, similar ages. Remember when the Dolphins were good when they had Mark Clayton and it was Clayton and Duper, Super Duper? Oh, yeah. That was awesome. That was awesome. I don't know. I don't remember just about anybody else in that team, though. Byers probably knows everybody. You know well, everybody on the Miami they, they Dolphins? They had those non-distinct or uh, those running backs every once in a while that would do well. That was really after Marino. That was after Marino. No, during Marino. What was his name? Uh, what was his name? Jennings? Dan? One of the guys that was in uh, Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he was good because he was good Nathan. in te- Tony Nathan was... Tony uh, Nathan was another one, yeah. Yeah. Was uh, one of them. They had the Killer Bees uh, defense. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, that was uh, early early eighties. Um, How good was Monday Night Football? Nat Moore it, it, was the uh, the other wide receiver they had. Mark Clayton. Well, well he was Clayton, part of the Clayton Marks Duper. Marks yeah. Brothers. Oh, okay. Clayton, Clayton, Clayton and Duper. Clayton yeah. and Duper. Mark they also Clayton. had Mark Clayton. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and Mark Duper. They had, they had Mark Duper. They had Mark Duper. Jason, do you know any oh, of the other I, Dolphins on that team that, that hey, we were missing? Maybe hey, here. Uh, Hey, uh, uh, Dan. Clayton, Mark Clayton. Dan, Dan, <laughs> yeah, yes, Doug? They, they had Dan Marino as well. Okay. They also, they with Marino, they had Clayton, Mark Clayton, <laughs> and Mark Duper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So good. So good. Uh, it was a, That was a strong uniform game, wasn't it? Yes. It would be stronger if the Dolphins would go back to their not lifeless Dolphin, even though it's apparently what... Atomic, uh, anatomically correct. Wait, what, wait, what? What did they do? They changed the dolphin. Yeah, so the dolphin yeah. used to like be jumping through the, you know, like the with the sun with in the, the background. Yeah, it's, but yeah. like eye, the eyes big. Or I something? thought it was a hoop when I was a kid, and then I'm like, oh, it's a sun. I didn't realize that it was. Oh, the I didn't realize sun. either. I thought it was yeah. a hoop too. No. I thought it was. No, but they changed the design because this is actually how dolphins appear when they jump oh, out of the water. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so dumb. Who was the person who chose to complain? Who was the first person to go, you know, you're like, oh, oh. You, you know, the, the dolphin, when it jumps out of the water, I mean, I've actually, this is, this is a true story. I've been to Maui once. We, I took, we took our kids, uh, God, this is probably a decade ago, almost maybe eight or nine years ago. And we're on a cruise, like a dolphin cruise or whatever. And they're like, start talking about him. And my daughter, Grace, is like, yeah, do you know the dolphins are actually nocturnal? And she starts spitting out all these dolphin facts. And then she starts, the, the tour guide is, she's like telling the tour guide all this. I'm like, how the heck? She's like, dad, YouTube. Anyway, did you, did you guys know the dolphins, spinner dolphins are actually nocturnal? Whiz kid. Serious. Some serious. It's like, it's like uh, Cliff Clavin. She knows all this stuff about things that no, nobody thought anybody knew anything about. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel? It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Let's welcome in Dante Whitner. Dante Hitner, a uh, Pro Bowl safety with the Bills and the Niners. Of course, uh, if you watch NBC Sports Bay Area, you know he does a great job of breaking down the entire NFL and focusing on one of his former teams, the Niners. He joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. You've seen Brock Purdy twice now. Um, obviously, uh, to those of us who just watch the highlights, watch the game, seem to play really well. Um, but you knowing this league and knowing what it takes, uh, can this last? Absolutely. Look at what he did accomplished in college at Iowa State. He had 46 starts. You can't take that lightly. There's a procedure that you have to go through as a starting quarterback on any level. And when you have 46 starts in college, when you're able to sit behind guys like Jimmy Garoppolo, when you're able to play against a defense like the 49ers have that are number one in every statistical category, and be able to cre- create explosives on that defense, it gives you the confidence to go out and execute at a high level versus the Miami Dolphins, which he did two weeks ago. And yesterday, he had a phenomenal game. And not just throwing the ball, creating explosives, it's that added dimension of being able to improvise and create plays with his legs. So I think that Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers organization are extreme, extremely excited about Brock Purdy. Uh- Conversely, you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, obviously, a pretty miserable day for, for Tom Brady. Hard for anybody to really get a sense of what he's going to do. But do you think he goes out this way? I don't think Tom Brady goes out this way. He has the heart of a champion. He can still get it done. If you watch the film, he can still make all the throws. He can still maneuver around the pocket. He hasn't slowed down with the, the mechanisms of being able to decipher what the defense is in and how they're trying to affect them. I think it's more so of the players around them and those guys performing at a high level. And they don't have that dominant defense that they had when they won the Super Bowl. So I think that with Tom Brady, you have to retool the roster and he'll return because I don't see foresee Tom Brady going out in this way. Dante Whitner, join us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. You saw Tua in person last week. Then we all watched him last night. Actually, I went to the game last night. Uh, he had been in the discussion for the MVP and then really struggled against the Niners. And you could make the case was worse last night because it ain't like he was going against Nick Bosa last night with the Chargers. What do you think of Tua long-term? Well, first off, I gave him a new nickname after the 49ers game, and that was Tua turned the ball over, right? <laughs> the 49ers, they rattled him. They put the DNA and they put the game plan out there that every defense can can pretty much duplicate and replicate. And first and foremost, you have to take away Waddle and Tyreek Hill on the deep ball. You have to be 
really good with your eyes and feeling the tempo of a lot of those RPO routes that they like to throw over the middle of the field. And your linebackers and safeties have to have a good feel for that and be ready to break on those balls. You know that they had they love the quick game. If you take the quick game away from him, you stop the run and put him into those third and obvious situations where he has to read the defense, he's not at that level yet. Mike McDaniels, um, the head coach for the Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay, and Kyle Shanahan, they've implemented these offenses where you don't need a quarterback that's a wizard. You just need a dominant running game. You need quick throws. You need players that can get yards after the catch, low-risk throws, and you can have success with those guys. So I think that the league right now, as far as defense, they're starting to catch up with Tua and what McDaniels and that offense is doing in Miami. There was there was a very limited, but it became a loud discussion on the comparisons of Tua and Herbert. And really the criticism was like, hey, if Herbert's so good, how come his team hasn't been in the playoffs? You played this. You, 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 you played at the very highest level. What's your, what's, your, uh, uh, what's your evaluation of Justin Herbert having watched him now these last four years? Well, Justin Herbert is a top five quarterback in the NFL. And everything that I just said that Tua can't do with being able to understand the defense, who's the free guy, who to look off, mannerisms, eyes, who's blitzing, how to set the front. These guys weren't asked to do that in college. Justin Herbert, when you watch him, and I went to the 49ers practice, I believe, last year when he was in his, what, second, third year, and he shredded them. And this is the number one defense, some of the same players that are still out there this is somebody that understands the game of football and can make all the throws at a high level. So I don't understand where the talk that he's a social media quarterback comes from and all of this stuff. When you watch the kid, he can really slim the football. He's a smart kid. He can get it done improvising. So I think that, yeah, Herbert is a top-five quarterback in my opinion. Um, boy, it feels like Seattle. It feels like uh, the, the Seattle story is, is ending the way we thought it was all going to go. What, what's, what's gone wrong for Seattle recently? Well, they're turning the ball over now. Teams are starting to understand that Geno Smith is a quick game quarterback, and if you can take away their run game, you can run the ball on their defense and not turn the ball over because they are opportunistic on defense. You can beat the Seahawks. Um, and, but on Thursday night when the 49ers go into um, to the Seahawks stadium, it's not going to be an easy game. It's not going to be a cakewalk. You're going to get Geno Smith the best. It's going to be a short week. You're traveling. They're going to pump artificial noise into that stadium. You still have a young quarterback who's yet to start a game on the road. So it's going to be difficult. They understand that the division is up for grabs, and they don't want the 49ers to go ahead and clinch the division and lock in for a playoff spot. So you'll see a different Seattle Seahawks team on Thursday night. Do you give any pass to the Cowboys over their poor performance because they're playing the Texans, who everybody thought they'd just show up in Mollywell? Yeah, I can sort of give them a pass. When you watch the Houston Texans on film, it's much to be desired out there, and that's in all three phases. And, you know, we're all humans. You know, sometimes, you know, you see a team like the Houston Texans and you think you're going to run all over them. You probably don't take the preparation during the week as seriously as you're supposed to. You probably don't have the energy levels that you would have if you were going out to play the Buffalo Bills or the Kansas City Chiefs. So you can sort of give them a pass. You know, in the NFL, it's any given Sunday, and you're going to get everybody's best shot when you're the Dallas Cowboys. So, yeah, you can give them a pass. I'm just looking forward to that Philadelphia Eagles-Dallas Cowboys game. Yeah, what do you think of the Eagles? I was, I was looking. Look, the Eagles are 12-1. and Okay, they do an incredible job of getting out early on you, getting a lead, making you play catch-up, and then they got a tremendous defensive line and pass rush. Um, but what do you think of the Eagles when they play the better teams? Because as much as, yeah, they beat the Giants and Tennessee's falling apart, like their schedule's been really soft, and they have the Cowboys game coming up in t- in two weeks. W- where are you on what statistically feels like they're the best team in the league, but you can't? they haven't played the Kansas Cities, they haven't played the Buffaloes, they haven't played the, the top AFC teams? I'm a believer. I'm a believer in Jalen Hurts. I've always been a believer, even when he was at Alabama. Um, There's a guy that persevered through just so many, you know, devastating things in his career. And he's a guy that can put tremendous pressure on the defense with the throws, being able to, you know, affect the the game with his legs. And then look who he has on the outside. He has receivers that can win one-on-one matchups, big receivers. Um, On the defense side of the ball, they're built properly. They're built through the defensive line. They have corners 
Darius Slay and all of these guys that can lock up and play man-to-man coverage, and they consistently prove that it doesn't matter who you put in front of them. It doesn't matter if we beat you by one point. We're winning games, and it all matters how you're performing when you get into December and you get ready for that playoff push. So Philly's been doing it all year in a tough city. It's tough to play in Philly. They've been getting it done. I'm a true believer in what they can accomplish. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff, as always. Uh, Dante, can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. All right. Thanks for having me, Doug. Look forward to it next time. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.